Hi, friends. Welcome to the Rock Your Joy podcast. I'm your host, Anya Rock, a woman, artist, entrepreneur, mom, and high-performance coach. I'm working on becoming the best version of myself and inspiring others to do the same. This is my invitation to you to be part of the collective shifting of consciousness. Let's choose love. Let's choose joy. And let's rock your joy one day at a time. Hi, friends. Welcome to episode number 10. I'm having a mini celebration over here. Pop the champagne, cue the confetti. We have hit a milestone. I am loving the process, finding my rhythm and my voice, and I hope you're loving it too. If you find some joy in this, I hope you'll share it. Leave a review or share with a friend. We all need community and inspiration, and I hope I can show up as a little light in someone's world right now. We are also rounding into week 10 of our social distancing with no clear end in sight. In many ways, we have found a groove at our home with daily schedules and settled into a fairly consistent routine. Every now and then, I have an ache to book a trip, meet a friend for lunch, or just sit in a coffee shop and read. Isn't it amazing how the mundane and simple has shifted into something so magical? I think about things that I took for granted and how much I'm looking forward to reintegrating them into my life. We have been struggling to get my kindergartner to dive into his e-learning. He prefers to play Legos and watch YouTube videos. I mean, I can't blame him. But I reached out to his teachers for some guidance. After sharing more details about the kind of pushback we were getting, they gave me some strategies and some really important insight. He's feeling frustrated that he doesn't have any control over his learning. He's gone from a play-based class full of friends and an increasing amount of agency about his learning to having to watch videos and do worksheets while mom and dad work. Oh, right, I thought. Me too, buddy. It's so frustrating to not have control over so much of this situation. I can relate on all too many levels. So many of our comforts and our distractions have been removed. Some days I feel like my six-year-old inside wants to have a tamper tantrum. We are stuck with ourselves. As someone who travels often for pleasure and business, I've been feeling really restless, and at the same time, I'm curious about that feeling. What is it that I'm missing? Is it just change, novelty, movement, solitude? I opened up a Sharon Salzberg book the other morning called Loving Kindness, and on the page in front of me, the words popped out. We can travel a long way and do many different things, but our deepest happiness is not born from accumulating new experiences. It's born from letting go of what is unnecessary and knowing ourselves to be always home. I am being forced to sit in stillness and get clear about what's coming up. There's nowhere to go. In the stillness, there is an opportunity to let go. And let go is my mantra on repeat all day. And in that, I can find some measure of real joy. My ability to hold space for myself in this moment really relates back to how I'm able to hold space for others. I have found I have to create boundaries and really be able to communicate the clarity about what I need. If I want to show up with enthusiasm and gratitude more often than not, I have to double down on giving myself space and stillness 
to notice what's coming up. It's easy to throw our hands up and give over to the circumstances we find ourselves in. But instead, we could be purposeful about creating clarity, visualizing and recognizing how to connect the dots between our habits, our beliefs, and our actions that lead us to the person we want to be. As the weeks press on, I find that I'm ready to shift out of coping and into strategizing. Who do I want to be on the other side of this? What about you? Have you thought of that? You've probably heard that action leads to clarity, but if you don't know who you want to be, how can you know where to start? And you have to start by being radically honest about where you are. From there, we can take small, actionable steps forward. So instead of getting lost in the weeds right now, I want you to have something to anchor you back to who you want to be. The circumstances have changed dramatically in the last few months, but your responsibility for designing the life you want hasn't changed. In fact, we raise the stakes. If you were to call on the highest version of yourself, if she were leaving clues, breadcrumbs from a future self, what would you need to know? The woman who looks back five years from now and remembers that you created more connection, showed up with more grace, leaned into love and laughter, let go and bless the mess in order to move forward, she will not manifest by accident. Can you see her? Can you describe her? Your highest self, the woman who is clear and bold and on purpose, is manifested through courage and tenacity. That courage to be radically honest about where you are and what you need. She's whispering to you right now if you'll get quiet in the stillness. When we're clear on who we want to be and how we want to relate to others, we can start with the small steps. We can design those habits like drinking enough water, getting outside for walks, exercising every day, meditating, making space and time for play. All of that in service of the highest version of yourself, because she needs care and attention as much as your kids and everyone else in your life. Yep, there's a lot out of our control right now. But as always, we have control over our mindset and our habits. Every tiny decision is either a choice in service of or against that highest self. Every habit, a commitment to the kind of person you want to be. So here's an offering for you. Grab a journal and before you do anything, close your eyes and remember a time when you were filled with joy. When you were getting ready to meet girlfriends for dinner or planning a surprise for someone or that feeling of walking out of a meeting, knowing you just nailed it. Let yourself feel that energy. The emotion, the sensation of the emotion that lives inside you. Let it bubble up. And then write down three words that describe the best of who you are in that moment. When you are fully aligned, full of joy, full of confidence and creative horsepower, unstoppable. What are your words that describe you? Then copy those words onto a sticky note or 10 and post them all around your house this week. Write yourself little love notes that remind you of the very best of who you are. Let's double down on calling out that energy. I know my family needs me to be that woman. I need me to be that woman. 
and as we shine our light, we are leading the way for everyone around us. There's too much at stake right now for us to passively allow life to happen to us. If the circumstances you find yourself in right now are happening for you, not to you, are you willing to sit and listen to everything that's coming up? Be radically honest about what you're feeling, what you need, and who you want to create. You can start to take action and change lanes if you need to. You're in the driver's seat. Once you have that vision of yourself and really recreate that feeling, it's all up to you. So until next week, let's rock your joy. One breath, one moment, one day at a time. If you love this podcast, and I so hope you did, please subscribe. That way you'll get real-time updates anytime I post a new episode. Feeling inspired and want to share the joy? Leave a review so others can find the podcast more easily. Want to hang out more with me? You can find me on the interwebs at www.anyarock.com. That's A-I-N-E-R-O-C-K. And I'm also on Instagram at Anya underscore healthy living. Till next time, rock your joy. This episode was produced by Dante32.